it's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. Along with Garrett Ross, and we welcome you into the program. This is game time here for a Wednesday hump day, middle of the week. Glad to have you with us as we get ready to uh, to talk sports live and local just the way you like it for the next couple of hours. And we're brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace, VersaLift Southwest, hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs at 7601 Imperial Drive, and by ProStar Rental, the number one choice for all your equipment needs uh, along I-35 in Belton and in Robinson at 2308 Robinson Drive. L- let's kind of go around the horn and check in. Ward White, how are you? Outstanding and cold. Cold. It, it is cold, isn't it? Well, I mean, what, 35, 36 degrees? Well, it, and, was, it was when we got up. It's down to 32 now. It, it, you know, it, and there could be some inclement weather coming in, what, late tonight, maybe into tomorrow morning? I mean, it, it's kind of changing because, you know, the uh, old man winter just doesn't want to go away, does he? Doesn't seem like it, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Garrett, how are you this morning? I'm good. I'm good. Outstanding. So, Garrett, I got to tell you, uh, I, I did not realize that you and I work with Michael Mechanic over here. Oh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, we talked the other day about the the problems that he was suffering with his vehicle and how he just did it himself. I mean, I, right. I don't know. Maybe he has one of those big racks at his house where he lifts the car up. You know, I, I don't know what all he's got going on over there. Uh, but he fixed <laughs> his own car. Okay, you with me? Yeah, I'm here. So yesterday, remember, remember yesterday I was, uh, I was talking about my taillight. Uh, or my turn signal going crazy. The left turn signal goes a lot faster than the right turn signal, and I didn't think there was anything wrong with with the taillight. But old Michael Mechanic over there discovered that, yeah, the top portion of the turn signal was working, but the bottom portion was not. That bulb was out, all right? So he takes me to to a local, uh, a, a local, place where they, you know, an auto parts store. And he, he, I mean, he goes wandering around the store. I'm in line. I'm going to talk to the guy behind the counter because that guy knows what he's doing. Next thing I know, Ward's Ward's coming up to the counter. He's got all the parts in his hand, asking the guy for some tools. We go outside and old Ward, he, he fixes my car. He fixed your car. And I mean, he's got He's got grease all over him, you know. It's you know, there's it's on his face and on his hands. Got it all over his clothes. And then you know who we met while we were doing this? Ooh, I, I'm not sure who'd our, you meet. Our buddy Jeff, Jeff from AutoZone. Jeff walked up and said, "Hey, watching." I mean, he he didn't have a clue who I was, but he was watching Ward work. He said, by watching Ward work, he knew that that was Ward White from ESPN Radio. He said that now. Don't, he did. He said that. He said, nobody is, is that good of a mechanic other than Ward White from ESPN Radio. Uh-huh. He said that. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's good. Nice elbow grease. Ward. I, now, I mean, is any part of that story not true, Ward White's? 
Um, it may be stretched a little bit, yes, but it's it's all we got it done. We did, and and, and so I, I I so this morning, uh, you know, it, it everything's everything's I I don't I don't have that stress level that I had yesterday morning, because I told you guys it was driving me crazy. I got to have everything, you know, everything's got to be in a line and in the box. I can't color outside the lines. I have to color inside the lines. <laughs> and so now I can color inside the lines because Michael Mechanic sitting across from me there, Garrett, was able to get that done for me. Thanks for coming now, to his aid, Ward. I mean, I'm telling you, man. I mean, I, 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 he should have been wearing a cape. I mean, it, it's that kind of deal. <laughs> not that so, big a deal. <laughs> well, maybe not to you, but it was to me because when I turn the turn signal on now, it works correctly, which is exactly how it's designed to do yes it is so i mean and that's the way i I mean now i'm a little surprised i mean i I did have to run ward over to a a a place where he was getting his oil changed i'm surprised you just didn't do it yourself (laughs) no i'm not i'm not doing that not doing that they kind of they kind of have our vehicles now designed to where remember when you used to do that Oh yeah! And remember when your dad certainly did that? I mean, he you know he he'd run and go get you know what five cans of oil and, and, and a filter, and that was a Saturday morning project. I used to always change my oil myself. Always, I have so never I. changed my oil myself. And I, really, never. Well, because you're because your vehicles probably no look I, you look, know, are, are too difficult. Well, no, because the first vehicle I ever had was an '88 Lincoln Town Car. And well, I, you should have I could have, that. but you, you know, I, you know, I, I didn't. And then I had an '84 Marquis, Grand Marquis. So I mean, I've had vehicles yeah, that, yeah. that you could do it. I just right. not for me, not well, mechanically inclined. So, oh, okay. So Ward, let's let's keep the questioning going. Okay. Have you ever changed your own spark plugs? Yes. No. So have I, Garrett. Dude, I, I'm not mechanically right inclined. I've changed a tire. That's about I mean, it. That's that's something. <laughs> that's something. There's some people that can't do that. <laughs> and I had the last and time I attempted to one. But the last time I attempted to change a tire, the jack fell. Yeah. And the whole car just kind of like collapsed. Well, that would do it, yeah. Yeah, and I threw the jack and yeah. had to wait for a tow truck. And <laughs> it was a fiasco, and I'm I'm done. <laughs> they pay people for that. Oh my goodness. Ward, I think the hardest part part of changing a tire is getting said tire out from wherever they've got it hid on the vehicle. Yeah, I that's mean, a trick nowadays, isn't like it? Three, you've got to have like three degrees to get the tire and the jack and everything out and just set up so you can change the tire. So yeah. I don't think I, – I don't rec- I don't know that I've ever changed a tire. Really? Huh. That's so- – No. Wow. Well, I've changed no, a lot I, of them. I, and, you know, and it's it, that's always a great fear – when, because we do ball games all over the place, uh-huh. that's always a that's always a great fear. It's like, you know, what am I going to do if if we have a flat? Call AAA. No, <laughs> get I'm your gonna, money's worth. <laughs> I'm going to look at Coach Tucson say, "Hey, you need to fix that." <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get where we're going, he uh, may have know. a colorful word for you. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah well, he might. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, so you've never changed spark plugs, Garrett. I have not. I couldn't even tell you where to find it under the hood. I would not even know where to start. But, Ward, correct me, that's a Saturday morning rite of passage too, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is. Absolutely. 
I was too busy like eating tacos and stuff on Saturday morning. I ain't got time for changing spark plugs. <laughs> he said tacos on Saturday. Hey, El Taquito, man, I'm going to get some tacos. He's there you not go. talking about he's not talking about eggs and pancakes. He's talking about tacos on Saturday morning. Exactly. Oh my. All right. Uh let's see. What are we gonna get into today besides mechanics and I don't know how we got there, I don't know. But anyway. Uh we, we will talk a little bit. Uh, a lot of high school basketball played uh uh and more coming up this weekend. I guess whether uh if we can get them played. Uh Today on the program, we're going to talk to Marcus Willis, uh, the Lavega women's basketball team. They rolled again. Ward, I mean, I've said, you know, you and I texted last night about Lavega and Fairfield. Those two teams right now, Oof. holy moly, are, are they on a mission? Yeah, they're hot. There's no doubt about it. Playing very, very good and just leaving people in their dust. It, 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 we'll, we'll get into that and, and try to cover some uh, – some of the high school stuff for you here uh, coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, we've talked about this, and, and I, <laughs> I joked this morning with Garrett. So, you know, Marshall and O'Dominion, and, and, and I think there's one other, they want out of Conference USA, and they want out by July mm-hmm. so they can move on and do other things. Well, Conference USA says, you know what, let's let an arbitrator decide this. And Marshall says, let's don't. Let's go to court. So now Marshall is suing the conference, and this is going to get ugly before it's all said and done. And I'll ask the question again: Does this does this lawsuit, this dispute, does will it affect any more of the movement that we have seen? Because there's a ton of conference movement going on. It's not just Texas and Oklahoma, by the way. I mean, they, as you all know, there's movement everywhere, and, and some of these schools are. are fulfilling their obligation, if they see that Marshall gets a, uh, wins a lawsuit against Conference USA and, and bails immediately, does that change other people's thinking? Probably so. Uh, you know, it, it's just going to depend on how this works out. You know, Texas and OU were the first domino to fall, and then everybody started going, well, if, if those guys can do it, we certainly can do it. Uh, and then you had, you know, like the Big 12, when they saw those two guys exit, they started scrambling and going, okay, we can't let this thing collapse. So they went and found some new members that they could bring in, which started that domino effect. And, you know, there's sometimes there's greener grass on the other side. Sometimes there's not. We don't know how that's going to work out. But I think if you see Marshall able to, uh, and the other schools able to just go ahead and bail and, and, and have, you know, whatever the consequences is, if they have to pay or whatever, but they're able to go ahead and exit early, I think you'll see other teams go, okay, well, I think that we want to be in this conference and it behooves us to move immediately, so we're going to move. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to have an allied moving van out front and they're gone. I also think you got to make sure you have your landing spot secured, right? Like, you can't be Marshall and take this to court and not have everything set. And for Absolutely. Me, and if you're looking at, like, Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC, I feel that's a package deal. Like, you, you're going to have – they're going to go together. They're going to stay together. They're just joined at the hip. I don't think you're going to see one of them, uh, you know, take this to court and leave before the other one. I feel like those two are a joint package now. But as far as the other schools, Marshall, Old Dominion, and them, I feel like that's probably a free for all. You're looking out for yourself, um, but it's definitely going to show that you can put things in motion if you're wanting to go and you can get out and do it. 
Well, and that's that's kind of what I was talking about. Uh, you know, most of these schools have already made, just like Texas and Oklahoma made their their deal with the SEC, and they, you know, and they're going to honor as of today, they're going to honor their commitment to to the Big Twelve. I'm talking about these schools that have already already put packages and deals together in other conferences, and they're waiting things out. If they see that Marshall can ease out of their deal with with CUSA. Does that start other programs yeah. who have who have deals with other conferences? They've already got a place to go. They're just they're just fulfilling their obligation. But if they see if they see Marshall go, boom, I'm out of here. All it all it took was a lawsuit. Uh, do we see some of that? I mean, I mean, well, that's kind of where I'm headed. I, I think it also depends on how much money is on the other side. If it's equal, yeah, if it's equal on the other side. Or if they had the opportunity to maybe pile up some money where they're at before they go to the new conference, you know, that may keep them there because of that, uh, just because of, you know, how they have their schedule fixed and what they're going to make from that conference and, and all the deals that go into it with the TV and everything from that conference. But if said conference that they're going to is a better TV deal and a, better, a bigger package and they can make more money over there, you bet you they're gone. All right, so we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that. And the third team I was thinking about, and I couldn't think of, is Southern Miss. They're, so it's it's Marshall, Southern Miss, and uh, and Old Dominion making that making that jump over to CUSA. Uh, Josh Neighbors is going to join us. We'll get into this a little bit. Uh, we'll talk Big Twelve basketball. I mean, this is a big weekend, uh, obviously in in the conference with Baylor and Kansas playing uh, in Waco uh, Saturday night. You've got the uh, you, you've got the uh, the ESPN's game day is going to be in town for that. So uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, Coach Enzo at Michigan State was asked a question, Garrett. And <laughs> Garrett found this, and this is really good stuff. As he went along answering his question, A, the answer got longer, <laughs> and B, he got madder. I mean, yeah. it, 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 before he was done answering that question, he was hot, wasn't he? He was. And, and, you know, it, that's the the passion about it, though, and I think that's what really – I love Izzo. I think Izzo is a tremendous coach, and it doesn't matter the sport. He's one of my all-time favorite coaches, and he's just frustrated. I mean, this is a guy who is, who's seen different generations and watched the game evolve, and, and right now it's in a place where it's kind of a mess. It's a free-for-all. There's It's the Wild West, essentially, and, and he wants to just, just kind of put things in perspective and slow all of this down, and, I mean, he's got, he's got some really good points. Well, he, um, wants, in this. he wants to hold kids accountable. Absolutely. And there's no accountability anymore. Not, none. Well, and, and we're going to get into that. Uh, we're we're going to hear the audio and we're going to discuss the audio. And uh, we'll do that uh, at some point during the program here today as well. Uh, you Did you say the USFL has started their draft process? So they, yes. began, they began drafting yesterday um, really with the quarterback. All I noticed were quarterbacks. I'm not sure if they drafted any more players, but when I was keeping an eye on it, it was quarterbacks. So I figured that would be a good starting point. And there was only – really, there was only one name I even recognized. So that's why I wanted to bring that up because we had talked about that yesterday, you know, getting the players, like familiar players. So, Ward, are they – in your opinion, are they purposely staying away from those guys that are, are going to be drafted by the NFL? Yeah, I mean, I don't – I don't know and, if it's, it's on so purpose. Wild. I don't know if it's on purpose or if they don't have the money bags that they right. had at the old USFL. I and mean, you remember the people that were involved in the old USFL had deep, 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 deep pockets. And that's why they were able to go out and get those guys. They signed them to heavy hitter deals. 
And so, you know, it was it was beneficial for those guys to go to the USFL because they could make more in the USFL than they were going to make in a rookie con- contract in the NFL. I don't know that that's the case now. So that's why you're not going to see them draft a lot of the, you know, top draft picks for the NFL. I, I don't think they're trying to go down that avenue this time just because they don't have the financial means. Right. All right, so so we'll get into all of that. Uh, that that's kind of what we have lined up on the program here today. Uh, it is a sixteen after seven, seven sixteen, cold, cold, cold Wednesday morning, and we thank you for uh, being a part of the program this morning. We're brought to you in part by and presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business, where you can shop for power, performance, and reliability at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Check out the twenty twenty two. Ram 1500 Lone Star Edition, one of the great vehicles available at Allen Samuels. You can, uh, you can, pr- okay, it's a cold day. Maybe you don't want to walk the lot. I- I'm one of those dudes that just, I, I kind of like it, walking the lot and looking at all the new vehicles. Uh, but if you, if you say, hey, you know what? I think I know what I want. I'm a, I want to go on. I want to, I want to see if they have uh, one that's green. Uh, well, then all you have to do is go to alansamuelsdcj.com. That's alansamuelsdcj.com, and you're going to see the inventory that uh, that they have. And then, then if you spot what you're looking for, then you can go walk the lot and kick those tires. So, it, it, or you know what, you can do it the old-fashioned way. I know this may this may come as a surprise to some, but you can actually call them, and they're going to actually answer the phone. It's not going to be uh, a computer answering the phone. 254-772-1000. That's 254-772-1000. A great selection of pre-owned vehicles, a great selection of uh, new cars and trucks, and, of course, an outstanding service department. That's what you're going to get at Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. A winter weather advisory is in effect as we'll see mostly cloudy skies with a 40% chance of rain, freezing rain, and sleep developing. Temperatures holding steady right around 32 degrees. Tonight, it'll remain mostly cloudy with a 70% chance of freezing rain and a low of 29. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready. We are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. 54th District Judge Susan Kelly here. Over a year ago, I survived a rigorous application process in which I competed against other serious qualified candidates. After a thorough vetting, Governor Greg Abbott appointed me to the 54th and now endorses me because I apply the rule of law and deliver justice for all. A conservative Republican, I have managed to move the docket this past year, ensuring that every accused receives justice and if convicted, receives swift and proper punishment. Early voting has started. Please vote and keep Judge Kelly. Political ad paid for by Susan Kelly from McLennan County Judge Campaign. 
time. Now is the time to start thinking about that spring break trip and servicing your vehicle at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. Whether your travels take you to the mountains where it's cold or the beach where it's warm, they have you covered. With their complimentary digital inspection, they are going to make sure your car is roadworthy. Have you been kished? Getting kished means keep individuals safe honestly. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are their business. Dedicated to serving you since 1998. They are local and they are honest and dependable. 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental, they make work easier. Helmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team. With current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales. Offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, and advanced opportunities. Apply now at howmet.com slash Waco Careers. Howmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today. Sell your home in five days. The brokerage house guarantees they will sell your home in five days or less, or they will buy it for a price you agree upon prior to listing your home. They're your connection to buyers from not only around Central Texas, but also nationally. If you're going to sell your home, there's only one real estate agent you should trust, and that's Aaron Ryan at the Brokerage House Realtors. Aaron has a proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers. For more information, visit 5daystosow.com. That's 5 days to so.com. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. You'll enjoy one-on-one -on -one customer service at the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond. 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco and on Facebook. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat Studios, this is Game Time with Tom Ward and Garrett. We're glad you're with us. 722. If you're getting out and about this morning, drive safely. Uh, glad to have you with us. Uh, speaking of Baylor and uh, and everything going on with the Bears, we have basketball for you tonight. It's the Bears and the Oklahoma State Cowgirls. Now, Baylor's twenty-one and five. They're eleven and three in conference play, and they've won eleven of their last twelve ball games. And they're taking on a Cowgirl team, Ward. That's eight and fifteen. 3-11, and 11. and I know this is on the road in, in Stillwater at Gallagher-Iba, but this is one that you, you suspect that Nikki Collins' team is going to go in and take care of business. You, yeah, I, the way that they're playing right now, I don't, I, I don't think that you can line up anybody across from them and, and say anything different right now with the way the Baylor women are playing. I just I have the utmost confidence in, in what they're doing right now. You know, it, and look, it's the first half they're kind of – feeling the other team out, but they're running away from people in the second half. Just run away. And, and Garrett, that's the thing. I mean, it, this team's not only winning games, but 
they're absolutely in those second two quarters, particularly they're they're absolutely putting people away and and. <laughs> for lack of a better term, they're demoralizing some of their opponents. They really are. And, I mean, I think this is kind of what we expected from this team eventually this year. And we, we've talked about it. When you have to overcome everything they did, and it's just a matter of finding chemistry, getting your feet under you. And once they've done that over the past couple of weeks, there doesn't look like there's a team in the country that can really hang with them. I know you're obviously going to get pushed by South Carolina's and them, but as far as Big 12 opponents, when we're looking at it, there's nobody even close to competing with them. You, you bring up a good point, and Ward, you could talk to this as well uh, from coaching. You know, this is a whole new situation. This is your first year without without uh, Monkey uh, on, on the sideline. Those players had to get to know not only Nikki Collin, but Nikki Collin's staff. Nikki Collin and the staff had to get to know these players, their strengths, their weaknesses, you know, what makes them tick. Because as you know, you coach people differently based off of their, their personalities. I mean, there's some people you have to, to, you know, a swift kick is what gets it done. And some people it's a hug around the neck. And that's what that's, that's called coaching, uh, finding out how, how to get. So Ward, how much of that do you think is playing into this? And, and maybe now they, they kind of understand each other, so to speak. Well, I think a lot of it. I mean, you, you can't just walk in into a, a gym or onto a football field and and know how to handle each player's personality individually. You you've got to spend some time with them. You've got to go to go to battle with them, and, and it's, you don't even get it done in in practice. You you've got to have some game time to get that kind of thing done because they're going to react different in different situations, and you've got to be able to manage that. And that's that, that's part of what you have to do. You also have to put your stamp on it and and they have to understand, hey, this is how it's going to be done. But there's you're right, there's certain there's certain ways that you have to approach different players in different ways and and that takes time. It just does. And Garrett, I think it also takes uh, maybe spending some time off the court. I don't know, uh, you know, sitting around on a Friday night watching a mm -hmm. movie and getting to know each other away from the basketball floor, as 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 Ward mentioned, or, or the the baseball diamond, whatever the case may be, just getting to know each other. No, I mean that's definitely key, and I also think this is where uh, Nikki Collins' experience as a professional coach is helping because you're you're dealing with so many different lifestyles, different emotions, families, people coming and going, and I think that once you get onto a college level and you have more control. Uh, you have everything in front of you. You're with these players night in and night out. Whereas in the pros, I mean, you see them for a few hours, they go home to their families. I think it's been able that that experience has been able to benefit her in building the chemistry and, and building this unit to where she and kind of putting her stamp on it as this is my program, this is my girls, and this is how we're going to run things. I just I feel like that experience has definitely helped her in this transition. Boy, that is a great point. And so uh, they're on the floor tonight. It's the uh, the Bears and the Cowgirls will have it. 6.30 for the pregame. Derek and Sophia on the call. And the uh, tip just after 7 o'clock. Speaking of basketball, let's talk about some of the high school basketball from uh, the, the last couple of days. Ward, you and I, again, we talked about La Vega and we've talked about Fairfield. How about La Vega last night winning a regional quarterfinal? So if you're in the quarterfinals, you know everybody's a good basketball team. But they beat Palestine last night 90 to 39. <laughs> I mean, what do you say? I, um thank you. 
See you next year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, we're, we're going to talk to Marcus Willis, the uh, head coach of La Vega, coming up in a few minutes. They're now 31-4, and four, by the way. They move on to the regional tournament, the 4A regional tournament in Lufkin. Uh, they'll play Harden-Jefferson uh, Friday night at 730. Uh, Malikoff eliminates Lorena. Crawford has bowed out of the uh, the girls' playoffs as well. Uh, here we go. Fairfield beat Academy 62-19, to and, and now Ooh. Fairfield moves on to play Hitchcock, and that'll be Friday night, 6 o'clock. Hey, you know what? It's, it's in town. It's at Midway. That regional happens to be over at the Midway High School Gymnasium. If you want to see a terrific team, yeah. go watch Fairfield. The, the, the Lady Eagles can play. There's no doubt. They've been they've been a, that type of team all season long, uh, and, and they've they've piled up some big wins. I mean, you know, just phenomenal wins, just like that one last night. Uh, so that that team is has a destiny in mind. I, I mean, I, I think that they. I don't know when the light bulb went off, and it may have been before the season even tipped off. But they they knew where their path was leading, and and they were on a mission. And they're completing it right now. Yep. So they move on to the regional tournament, and uh, we'll play Hitchcock uh, in Waco at 6 p.m. over at Midway. Now, the boys, uh, we got several teams in Central Texas that are still going. Conley and La Vega, both in the 4A ranks, uh, still playing. And the cadets get LaGrange. La Vega will get Burnett. Uh, in, uh, in 3A, you got uh, several teams that are still, uh, still playing. Lorena will take on Crockett. That'll be a Friday night over in Leon, I believe. West and Franklin, that'll be fun. That'll be over in Bruce Valetti. Clifton's going to take on Academy. Grosbeck takes on Whitney. So you you've got several Central Texas teams that are uh, that are still going. Rosebud Lot and Frankston, Crawford and Grapeland, uh, Marlin and Martin's Mill, Itasca and Seymour and Rappaport uh, is still playing. So we we've got uh, several teams on the two A ranks as well, and in Class 1A, uh, you've got some teams that are that are still playing. So we've got several uh, uh, on the boys' side that are still playing, and uh, and again we're getting down to the nitty gritty when it comes to the uh, to the girls' side. This you you've done this before, Ward. You've been there and, and seen these. The regional tournaments are a lot of fun, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. It is. You know, you're going to see some really really good basketball if you uh, want to. Go to any of the regions. Just pick one. If you're a basketball fan, you're not going to be disappointed. There is some great basketball being played, and, and you, you know they're trying to punch a ticket to San Antonio. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get into it here in just a few minutes. We're gonna talk to uh, Marcus Willis, the uh, La Vega girls head basketball coach, after their win last night. We'll do that coming up in a couple of minutes. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Scott Brew and the national champion Baylor Bears. Here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back home in the Farrell Center Saturday for a matchup with the Kansas Jayhawks. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Saturday for Baylor and KU. The home of the defending Big 12 and national champion Baylor Bears. ESPN Central Texas. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. 
Clayola Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. people when they come in they'll say I'm usually much more active but since I've been in pain I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle an arch support specialist at the Good Feet store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. It's a delicate machine and a substantial investment. That's why you can't afford to ignore your car or truck. And with Valvoline Express Care Waco on Valley Mills, you can be rest assured your car or truck is in good hands. From the quick oil change to brakes, struts, alternators, and all minor repairs, they'll keep your vehicle running in top shape with quick in and out service. Locally owned and operated by Paul Sadusky, they'll take care of all makes and models. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Keep your peace of mind with Valvoline Express Care in Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive in Waco. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. The Real Texas Gun Show returns Saturday, March 5th, and Sunday, March 6th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at our shows. They have plenty of guns of all types and ammo to go with it. The variety at the shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show is so much more than just guns. You'll also find hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and much, much more. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show March 5th, 9 to 5, and March 6th at the Harker Heights Event Center. Center. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. It's on to the regional semifinals for the La Vega girls after a 90-39 win over Palestine. The playoff road ended though for Lake Belton, Lorena Academy, and Crawford. In boys' by-district action, Belton upset DeSoto 55-54, and La Vega topped Hudson 73-49. University and China Spring were both knocked out in the first round. Baylor moves up two spots to fifth in the latest AP Women's College Basketball poll. They played Oklahoma State tonight at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The weather has brought about an early start for the final home games at MCC. The Highlashes entertain Cisco at 2 this afternoon. The Highlanders host DFW Prep at 4. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 
right, welcome back into game time here on a Wednesday morning. Tom Garrett Ward, we're glad you're with us as we roll through this hump day Wednesday here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk uh, Let's talk to Marcus Willis, the uh, head basketball coach of the La Vega girls. They win last night over Palestine, 90-39. First of all, Coach, good morning and congratulations on the win. Good morning, good morning. Thanks, thanks, and, uh, thanks for having me this morning. I appreciate you, Kyle. Coach, talk a little bit about your basketball team. You won by 51 last night over a team that has 34 wins. Obviously, they're an outstanding basketball team, yet your club goes in and, and wins by 51. Just talk about how you're, you're able to do that. <laughs> well, you, you're definitely right. Um, and hats off to Coach Anderson and, and her, her, her coaching squad uh, staff and, and also her team. Um, they do have a great team. And uh, we, we, we never look at the score. We just, you know, we, we, we play relentless for four quarters. Um, and we just we just have some good chemistry. Um, and, and, and when we do those things, when we shoot the ball well and we play defense as good as we do, uh, usually good things happen, happens for us. Coach, when did you see this team start coming together and you felt like that this this was a definite possibility you could make a run here? Well, last year, honestly, uh, we were young last year. Of course, you guys know we actually lost to Hart Jefferson in the regional finals last year. So, you know, it being my first true year head coaching on the UIL side and, and the girls, you know, being the first year in high school for the most part, um, I knew I knew we would be able to come back and make a deep run this year if we stayed humble, hungry, and healthy. Uh, we did just that. Uh, we built a tough, tough preseason schedule uh, because we knew um, that we were going to get into uh, uh we were hoping for a deep run, and we hoped that that preseason schedule would prepare us for where we are right now. Coach, looking ahead, you're going to have Hart and Jefferson. What are you expecting to see from that group, and what do you all need to do to secure another victory to keep your state championship dreams alive? We need to continue to execute the game plans that our assistant coaches are, 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 are steady giving us, uh, you know, game in, game out. Um, I got a great, great, great assistant coaching staff. Um, and, and, and when I tell you, when you have that, you know, and, and the players buy into that, um, it makes my job uh, uh, entirely, entirely easy. Um, so, yeah, stay the course, continue to do what we're doing. Hard Jefferson mimics us. Um, they score a lot of points. They have a lot of studs on the team. Uh, they bring a, back, a lot back from last year. Uh, well coached as well, too. Um, it's a crash course that we saw coming. Uh, at the beginning of the season, and now we're here. Talking with uh, Marcus Willis, the uh, head basketball coach at La Vega. Coach, uh, how do you keep this club focused? You have not lost a basketball game in 2022. Uh, your last loss, I think, came uh, right before the, the new year. How do you keep everybody locked in and focused, and as Garrett said, on that path to, to where you want to get? That's crazy you said that because I didn't even I didn't even realize that too that we hadn't we hadn't lost a game in 2022. Uh, again, like you know, we take one game at a time. Uh, we always tell them, and one of our mottos is the goal after tonight is to be one and zero. So we never look at our record. We never look at rankings. Uh, we never look at anybody else's rankings. We also we just stay the course. We stay focused. And like I said, our triple H is humble, hungry, and healthy. And of course, you may see me uh, say sometimes or or post sometimes hashtag EEHH. Continue to give us energy. Continue to give us effort. Continue to give us hustle and heart. We do those things. Uh, we'll go a long way. Coach, you mentioned that you saw this crash course coming down in in, in the game that you're about to play. How do you keep your girls loose and 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 understand that? Hey, just go out and be yourself. Don't try to do too much. Do your job and, and let everything else take care of itself. 
And we, we talked about that a little bit last night. Uh, you know, one of our mottos every time we every time we broke a huddle or every time we we we, we face an opponent, and no disrespect to any opponent that we face, but we kind of knew that we were going, we were heading towards this way. So, you know, we wasn't playing, you know, um, Hudson. We wasn't playing um, Salado. We wasn't playing Palestine. We were always saying we were playing Hard Jefferson. So actually, we were focused on them uh, because we knew that they were in a way to get to where we needed to go. Um, so I think the girls are locked in, to be honest with you. Uh, we're getting ready for a morning practice this morning for preparation uh, and getting ready to get on the road to Lufkin tomorrow. At this point in the season, it's is it more an emphasis on playing sound defense or making sure you get the point? I mean, y'all obviously do both, but when you're scoring 90, but how, how do you balance that out with your team as far as defense and offense going forward? Well, everybody buys into the defensive side. You know, I'm a, I'm a defensive-minded coach. One of my models, one of my models, several models, but one of them is you can't play defense, you can't play for me. And that's something that stuck with me ever since I started coaching. The girls buy into that, you know, and defense is our best offense as well, too. Um, you know, we have a lot of weapons. Uh, you know, not just our starting five. Our bench, you know, our role players can come in and, and give us a lot, you know, from the bench. And when we're all locked in like that, we shot 50% from the field, 38% from the three-point line. Last night, sixty-seven percent on the free throws, but we but on the other side of that, we had twenty-six steals. Um, so you know, and, and and game changers, we took four charges last night. I thought we should have got more, uh, maybe two or three more that that were kind of iffy. Uh, but when you do those things, you know, offense and defense kind of come together. Coach, you, you, your basketball team is pressing from the time you get off the bus. I mean, that's just the way you play. Does that does that defense create offensive opportunities? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, our pressure is something different. Um, I, I've heard somebody tell us that sometimes it looks like we're playing five against eight um, because we just swarm to the ball and, and we fly around and we, you know, we attack those those gaps. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah. Our defense is our best offense. When we when we buy into that, you know, when we're, when we're scoring twenty, thirty points in transition and we're shooting the ball well, uh, we're very, very hard to beat. Coach, thanks so much for your time this morning. Again, congratulations on the win last night. We wish you the very best of luck against uh, Harden-Jefferson Friday night to over in Lufkin in the regional tournament and uh, continued success. Thank y'all so much, and again, thank you for having me. You bet, Coach. Thank you. Thank you. That's Marcus Willis, the head coach of the La Vega girls. And guys, they're on a mission. You know, I started to ask him, you know, how do you balance the reward of being in a regional tournament and in the focus of being in a regional tournament, but there was no real reason. I mean, you could tell uh, they're on a mission, uh, and and their mission is is the next game. And, and he said, going into the season, they knew the path that they needed to take, and they knew where they were going to be guided to. And so here it comes. It's coming up this weekend, and so it, that should be exciting. I mean, stop and think about it, guys. They beat a team that has thirty. Four wins by 51 points last yeah, night. That's amazing. They were not playing the sisters of the poor. They were playing a quality opponent, and they win by 51. And again, as you know, Ward uh, and Garrett, they they are. They're, I mean, from the time the bus is put in park, they're pressing people. I mean, you know, they come off the bus ready to play defense. And that's what it takes. At this point in the season, if you can play defense – you're going to give yourself a chance every game you step on the floor. All right, uh, 742, 18 away from 8. Coming up in a few minutes, uh, we're, we're going to discuss a little bit about uh, where we are with college football. We're going to kind of set the table 
Uh, and then we're going to welcome in Josh Neighbors to the program a little later on as well at the top of the hour. And we'll get into the discussion a little bit further. But again, uh, Marshall is uh, Marshall's about to enter into a lawsuit against Conference USA. And we'll give you all the details on that coming up in a few minutes. But right now, let's talk about City Ranch Boot Company and their uh, terrific location. You know, here's how it works. I mean, they have product on the shelf and you can shop off the shelf and, and, and you'll be perfectly content. But if there's something really specific you want, well, then you let you let Jay Kelly and his staff take care of you. And here's how it works. You pick the skin, and, and I'm thinking ostrich, just thinking outside the box here. Uh, you choose the design, and, and Ward's going to put that ESPN logo on the design uh, for me. And, and then you let them create you let them go to town, whether it's a pair of boots, whether it's a, a bag or a wallet or a belt or whatever, they can get it done for you. You see, Jay Kelly and his staff have been doing this for over 30 years. They know this industry, and, and they're going to take great care of you. You can design, say, boots uh, for any occasion, really. Uh, I mean, Jay was telling us that, that, you know, there's bride and grooms before they get married, uh, you know, have, have a... Um, have a, a pair of boots made, uh, you know, and how about the entire wedding party? You know, uh, you, you could have them all in, 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 in those boots. Uh, you could put a company logo, as we mentioned. I keep thinking that, that you know, one day I'm going to walk in and Ward's going to have that, uh, that ESPN logo on a pair of boots for me. And, and, you know, we've talked about it, our sales department. Hey, how about having a sales uh, incentive. Maybe maybe you're going to have a, uh, a sales contest and the winner receives a new pair of boots. Uh, you can do that and you can incorporate logos or what have you into the design of those boots. City Ranch Boot Company, custom design, locally owned, family operated, and made right here in Texas. And you can check them out online at cityranchboot.com. That's cityranchboot.com. Here's their phone number, by the way, 855 855- 7225. That's 855 They're up. They're at 10267 North River Crossing. It's off of Highway 6 at 1851. You get to the intersection, hang it right. You'll go out, I don't know, a mile or so, and you'll see it on the left, the Joko building, and pull in there, and you have found City Ranch Boot Company. The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com. Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. 
So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. Hello, I am Dennis Wilson, and I want your vote for March 1st for the Texas State Representative District 13. After serving the people of Texas for 46 years in county government, it is time for me to serve you at the state level. As a Republican candidate, I will work full-time to protect and preserve our rural Christian way of life in Texas by supporting our public schools, advocating for mental health services, protecting our Second Amendment rights and the unborn, eliminating drug and human trafficking, and securing our borders. Together, we can make Texas safe and secure again. Political ads paid for by the Dennis Wilson campaign. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. It's on to the regional semifinals for the La Vega girls after a 90-39 win over Palestine. The playoff road ended, though, for Lake Belton, Lorena Academy, and Crawford. In boys' by-district action, Belton upset DeSoto 55-54, and La Vega topped Hudson 73-49. University and China Spring were both knocked out in the first round. Baylor moves up two spots to fifth in the latest AP Women's College Basketball poll. They play at Oklahoma State tonight at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The weather has brought about an early start for the final home games at MCC. The Highlashes entertain Cisco at 2 this afternoon. The Highlanders host DFW Prep at 4. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. 749 here on a Wednesday morning. And uh, we're brought to you in part by Goodfeet in the Central Texas Marketplace, VersaLift Southwest at 7601 Imperial, and by ProStar Rental uh, with locations on I-35 in Belton, as well as 2308 Robinson Drive. Glad to have you with us here this morning. All right, guys. Uh, and Chris Manini, who has been on our program, uh, who works for The Athletic, uh, uh, reported this story. And I, I just find it interesting where, where we're going with, and not just college football, but that's, that, let's be honest, that's been the focus with all this, this movement within, within these conferences. This, this institution leaving this conference to move over to this. I mean, all of the jigsaw pieces uh, start with football. Would you, would you not agree with that? Yes, 
Absolutely. I mean, everything starts and ends there, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, now, it, it does have either a positive or a negative effect, depending on your view, uh, on the other, other on the other programs. But it's I, I think this is all predicated on on uh, on on football. Well, Marshall has sued Conference USA in its latest attempt to leave the conference by July first, twenty twenty two. Marshall Southern Miss Old Dominion have already declared that they're 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 out July one. Conference USA says not so fast. Uh, they've released their 2022 football schedule, which includes, you know, th- those member institutions. So they're at an impasse. And uh, Marshall has just decided, hey, you know what? Let's let's get this thing in a courtroom where Conference USA said, hey, let's get this thing in, in front of an arbitrator. Uh, so we're kind of at an impasse, aren't we? Yeah, I, and you hate to see it have to come to this. Um, but it's understandable when there's a lot of money on the table and everybody wants their the biggest piece of the pie that they can possibly get. You're going to run into this, but I, you know, it it this may take a little while to work out. And you know, I I understand both sides of it, but you know, what are you going to do? I mean, you know, if you're the conference, you don't want to cave because you still want to keep it together and and try to get as much money as you can for that conference and not watch it implode and. You know, and I guess if you're Marshall, you know, there's there's a possibility. Obviously, there's a possibility to make more money going elsewhere. And so that's why they want to make that move. Is the Sun Belt that much like like is the Sun Belt that big, much, much more of a difference to the Conference USA from a financial standpoint? I mean, obviously it is, but is it that big of a jump? I, I don't know. I couldn't. I don't know the answer to that. I'd I'd love to know if you know what the two TV deals look like. You know, Conference USA has got that. What is it? Monday Tuesday deal with the ESPN? Isn't that the conference that plays on Tuesday night you every just, year? You just well, said the uh, bottom line. ESPN has caused all of this. Absolutely, absolutely. There's it. no there's no doubt about it. Well, the MAC is certainly one that will play on any day of the week for uh, for a paycheck. I mean, let's let's be honest. And I don't know that the Sun Belt is has a more lucrative deal than Conference USA. But here's the thing: there's a lot more to this than just printing a schedule on a piece of paper. I mean, they've got to get this decided for a million reasons. But I mean, just basic. You know, let's say. You know that Marshall wins the lawsuit and they go trotting over to to, to the Sun Belt Conference. Look how many institutions within the Conference USA now have a gap in their schedule. You know, there's travel arrangement. You don't say, "Hey, look, we're going to, uh, you know, we're going to go to Marshall on September the 25th and, and take, you know, a uh, hundred people to play a football game and." It, on, on September the 21st, start looking for hotel and, and airline tickets. I mean, there, it, it, there's weeks, there's months of planning these things. I mean, when you have travel parties that that big, there's a lot of things. And, and that's just a couple of things that I thought of off the top of my head. There's a million and one things that go into scheduling and, 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 and getting this done that, you know, that you they can't be dragging this out. And, and, and the other thing, guys, it, it's just another bad look on college athletics. I mean, haven't we had enough of that lately? Well, and it's going to continue as long as we still have all this movement going on. It's not going to change. I mean, there's, you know, there's 
going to be teams that are trying to better their position. And, you know, I, I for one, can't blame them for that. I don't like it. I don't like a lot of movement in conferences, but that's just me being old. But right now the Sun Belt has 12 teams in it now. I mean, so if if Marshall and whoever else, I don't know if they're partnering up with somebody to go to, to the Sun Belt, if it's all three of them going to the Sun Belt or whatever, now you're going to have to figure out, okay, is it are we going to do an east and west? Are we going to do a north and south? How are we going to how are we going to break this up? Because now you've overloaded the conference to where you're going to have to have it split up, and so that opens up even more scheduling. Because if you're doing east and west, well, you're sure, certainly not going to cross play those teams from east to west on a regular basis, or at least not all of them. And so, how do you how do you figure that scheduling out? How do you figure out the non conference schedule? That's going to be the trickiest thing. It's easy to put a conference schedule together. We just back up and go, okay, now let's draw straws, and, and we got these this many games and this many teams, and who plays who where, and, and that's that's how you do that. But now if you're doing an east and west, you all you, you open it up to where now you got to find five non-conference games, and at this point in the game, I don't, I don't know that you can do that. Yeah, I don't either. I, I really don't know how you uh, – and, and maybe – They've already done that. Maybe they said, here's our schedule. Now, Conference USA, you may release your schedule, but this is our real I mean, that's how nasty this thing's going to get. So, and we're, we're pushing the clock here, but at the end of the day, let's just kind of go around the room. And, and Ward, does, and look into your crystal ball, does, do, does Marshall play as a member of Conference USA this fall or as a member of the Sunbelt Conference? I think they're in Conference USA. Garrett? I think they're in Conference USA again this year, but it's definitely going to be a conflict and issues all year long. I think they're in the Sun Belt. I, I, I think at the end of the day, somehow, someway, they figure out a way. You know what? And, and here's the other thing. If somebody doesn't want to be with you, why are you forcing them? I mean, money. I know. I, I, I get it, and I know there's contracts, and I know all that stuff. But at the end of the day, aren't you going to have more headaches than, than, than reward? I mean, but that's no different than players. I mean, you, than players wanting to leave and not, you know, cutting them loose if they don't want to be with you and getting rid of contracts. And it's just all a mess. It is. I mean, it, the whole thing is a mess. And so, well, we'll talk about it coming up in a couple of minutes with Josh Neighbors. Right now, let's let's get the latest on Baylor athletics. Let's welcome in the voice of the Bears, John Morris, with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, baseball and softball news from last night, plus women's basketball in action tonight in Stillwater. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball on the floor tonight. 
Tune in to Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm tonight for Baylor Women's Basketball here on ESPN Central Texas. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor softball dropped a 12-3 decision on the road last night at UT Arlington. Softball now headed to Palm Springs, California to play in a tournament there that begins on Friday. Also, Baylor baseball in action last night. They won 6-2 over Houston Baptist for their first win of the season. The Bears back in action this Friday at Baylor Ballpark, opening a series at home against Duke. Baylor women's basketball on quite a roll, up to number five in the nation, winners of six in a row and 11 of their last 12. During that six-game winning streak, the post-tandem of Melissa Smith and Queen Agbo have been on a tear. Smith averaging 24.7 points over the six games with just under 10 rebounds a game. Egbo has had a double-double in each of the last four games, averaging 17 points and 13.5 rebounds per contest. Queen Egbo asked what it is that led to the turnaround for Baylor women's basketball after the 0-2 start to end league play. We just continue to play together. When things weren't necessarily going our way, we continue to find reasons to stick with each other. And I felt like that Kansas game definitely brought us together. We realized what we can do, the potential our team has, and we've gone from there. We've been playing at another level since the start of the season. I think everybody can agree with that. We're shooting the ball a lot better. We're defending a lot better. We know what we're good at, and we stick to it. We don't try to do anything that we don't work on and we don't try to play out of our character. And so I feel like it definitely works for us. We have guards who can score, posts who can score, and we have posts who can defend, guards who can defend. So pieces are really starting to come together for us. That's Baylor's Queen Egbo. She and the Bears in action tonight in Stillwater against Oklahoma State. On the air at 6.30, tip-off at 7 here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us March 3rd live from Rudy's and hear from softball coach Glenn Moore and men's basketball coach Scott Drew. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. Just after 8 o'clock, and we do welcome into the program from the uh, podcast Locked On Big 12. We welcome in 
Josh Neighbors. Josh, good morning. We appreciate your time this morning. I'm going to throw you a little curveball here, and I want to start with, with what's going on in Conference USA. Marshall is suing the conference to, to get out and, and move on to the Sun Belt. When this is all said and done, are, are there any winners here in your opinion? Having a little technical problems, uh, we'll try to rehook up with, with with Josh Neighbors here on the program. But uh, uh, and, and again, Ward, <laughs> I was I was going to throw him a little curveball and, and talk a little bit about uh, this conference USA and Marshall and and you know in our backyard it does you know at the end of the day I don't know that that uh, that it's necessarily something that we're going to be all that concerned about once we get to, to fall. But uh, Josh, are you there? Do you have me? Yes, I am. I'm here. Uh, there you go. All right. We were having a little technical problem. I said I was going to throw you a curveball. So, so here it is. Uh, Marshall suing Conference USA to get out early and, and move on to the Sun Belt. At the end of the day, are there, are there any real winners in this situation? Uh, no. I mean, it's, you know, I think this is the kind of the situation that we're in now. And, uh, you know, with Texas and Oklahoma leaving, it's kind of set off this chain reaction. And, and now you're going to see it. And I, I think we're going to get a lot more prominent lawsuits across all of college sports. I mean, I think we're going to see that in uh, maybe the NIL space. You'll see some lawsuits. I think in the conference space, you're going to see some lawsuits as well. So I think this is going to be a, a bit more normalized now. But now, you know, uh, it's one of the sad parts because the lawsuit is just kind of a reminder that the shifting is happening and that conferences will probably be dissolved. And uh, it's just kind of part of the business now, I guess, at this point. Is that where we're heading to where we're going to have just the super conferences and all these other conferences are going to just disappear? Well, I'll tell you what, what's not helping is the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 voting against, uh, you know, voting against playoff expansion because the thing is, is that, like, we're going to get it eventually – but the SEC was extending an olive branch. I know it's advantageous expansion for them, but Greg Sankey is right when he says he could take it or leave it. But still, view it this way, expansion is still an olive branch. It, if it's six automatic qualifiers and top 12 teams, I mean, it's still an olive branch to conferences like the Pac-12 and the Big 12 and the ACC. Those, those conferences were not involved uh, you know, in this year's playoff, and it's an olive branch to the AAC and maybe some years the Sun Belt and the Mountain West, depending on how good those teams are. So, you know, that's an olive branch. It's giving them exposure. It's giving them a seat at the table. And turning that down is bad because conferences like, you know, now the Big Ten and the SEC, I mean, they could exist on their own. Their fan bases are that big. Their product is that valuable. And so uh, it being turned down right now is not advantageous. And I think, yeah, it could end in a situation where, uh, those conferences do break away if we neglect them and and decided not go with college football playoff expansion. Do you think there's any concern like Texas and Oklahoma are going to, you know, look at this and determine well let's bail now, or do you think they're set and going to ride out their their um, agreement with the Big Twelve? 
they have to ride it out. That buyout, that 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 amount of money they have to pay is is getting too steep at this point. And it's going to be nice for the Big Twelve because I think at this point it looks like we might get at least a season of the four new teams and the you know Texas and Oklahoma, uh, all of them kind of together. So I think that could be really interesting for a year or two. But I, I think everybody was so concerned and thought this is the end of the Big Twelve and you know uh, oh Texas no you they're not staying around. And then as kind of the dust settles, especially now that we're not getting college football playoff expansion in the immediate and the SEC maybe couldn't help them pay their way out or something along those lines, uh, definitely at this point, I, I think Texas and Oklahoma have to ride this thing out. Financially, it just does not make sense for them to, to pay all that money. If they can just wait a couple of years and then you know uh, end up jumping the SEC and then making all that money. Talking with Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. Let's get to the fun stuff. Let's get to the games. Uh, right now, Baylor is, is, a, uh, is a two seed, according to the NCAA. If the Bears find a way to, to win the Big 12, and obviously they got to they win uh, Saturday against Kansas, but if they find a way to, to win the Big 12 regular season, can you see them moving back to the one line? Yeah. I mean, definitely, I think the consensus right now is if, if the number, you know, whoever wins the Big 12 is going to get a one seed. The issue for Baylor, I'm, I'd be so focused on getting healthy because their rotation is, what, six, seven players now? And out of the six and seven who are playing, they've got guys in Akinjo and Flagler who, uh, you know, Fran Fraschella was mentioning it, like those guys are not 100%. This team is nowhere near healthy enough, I think, to be considering one seed. I mean, there's an argument to be made that a first-round exit or an early exit in the Big 12 tournament could actually help this team because they just need time to get right and get healthy. And I mean, there's an argument to be made, too, that you know what they showed, if they can find any semblance of what they showed non-conference, uh, they're going to be a dangerous team. But to do that, they need to be at full strength. And you know you're not going to have JTT. So the question becomes, all right, you know, we got to make sure we get Cryer uh, back and, and, and what's his status and how bad is this injury because he's, he's off and on and uh, how are the rest of the guards feeling? You know, I love Kendall Brown and Jeremy Sohan. I think there's going to be two NBA players for you right there, but those guys are so young that you need the veteran leadership to be there, to be healthy and to be on their game to help bring those guys along and find the best version of this Baylor team because it's not the same team from earlier in the season. Josh, who's playing the best right now as we come down the stretch in the Big 12? Texas Tech. It's got to be Texas Tech because uh, their defense is is on fire right now, and they're playing some of their best defensive basketball. And there's no Kevin McCullough right now, and and they're doing a great job of of riding out that injury. And different guys are stepping up, and you're seeing what this collective unit can be. It's funny because Chris Beard's teams were always so transfer heavy. In the last couple of years, it feels like those teams haven't reached their pinnacle in a certain way and this group this group of of guys like kevin o'banner and bryson williams uh you know and, and clarence nadolny and and isaiah arms they're all coalescing right now and they're playing really good defensive basketball and the thing for them is they've had some off nights on the offensive end you know last night it did not matter how good their offense was because they beat the brakes out of uh, you know, off off Oklahoma, and they did it with their defense. And so, of course, shot making is going to be going to need to happen in the end. Yes, but their defense, with the way they're playing right now, it's hard to argue against what Texas Tech is doing. 
And Mark Adams got his not just consideration for Coach of the Year in the Big 12, National Coach of the Year consideration. And I think the, the three right now I would consider Bruce Pearl at Auburn. Uh, you got to go with um, completely blanking uh, on the coach's name at Arizona, uh, Tommy Lloyd at Arizona, and then also Mark Adams. Those three to me are the front runners for Coach of the Year. Tech definitely rolled last night. Kansas rolled as well. And then the Jayhawks are going to make their way to Waco this Saturday. What are your thoughts on this matchup? Especially, and to me, I think Baylor can lose this and be just fine. I'm, I'm totally on board with what you're saying about, and I even think it's good. Take an early exit, get healed up for March Madness from the Big 12 Conference uh, Tournament. But when you look at this matchup on Saturday, what are your expectations for Baylor and, and Kansas? Yeah, it's it's a really good matchup because I just I like the way that these two teams play. The first one wasn't a, a very good game, but you know this one's going to be at home and adjustments will be made. They the, the one thing Baylor needs badly is Matt Meyer to start playing better because they're having to bail him out constantly. And you saw he was not in the end of the game the other day, and it's the fact that they're missing guys and Meyer is not on the floor in the end of games just shows you the level of play that you know he's, he's not found this year and that we know he's capable of. They need him to step up because when you got guys like Oshai Abaji right now, who's, you know, he's, been, he's been great all season, and I think DeJuan Harris is stepping up a lot more. And, and uh, you know, you're seeing the way that Jalen Wilson is playing. He's become a very well-rounded player. When you've got guys like that who are all playing, you, know, you need your guys to step up and kind of match what those guys bring. And on the wing, it's Matt Meyer who needs to step up and, and, you know, kind of uh, be a guy that's knocking down those threes and those, those quick trigger threes that we like so much. It's just been a difficult adjustment for him being that bench scorer to being that full-time guy, and he's found it difficult. But the problem for them is they're not deep enough at this point to say, all right, Matt, you can go back to the bench for us. They need him to come up. They need him to play a lot of minutes. And so I think, that you know, I favor Kansas. I know Baylor's at home, but I favor Kansas just because of how banged up Baylor is. Uh, right now at this point in time. Do you think Meyer should have – I really feel like he hurt his draft stock significantly by coming back this year. What are your thoughts on that? Well, it's interesting because he's going up against the guy in Oshag Baji who I was dead wrong about. I, I was talking with NBA draft guys, and we thought, you know, Oshai should probably leave at the end of last year because his skill set as a 3 and D translates well to the NBA. Um, and so, you know, just being a standstill 3 and D in college is, is not really – that effective for him. It's not helping his stock. Well, he came back and completely worked on his game, and now he has got scouts talking about his potential at the next level. It works both ways. Matt Meyer is somebody that, all right, we're looking for you to take that next step this season. We all thought it was kind of a natural progression. A guy needs that next year to show he could do it at the starter spot. It didn't happen for him. So, yeah, his draft stock's been hurt, but I think, I think scouts needed to see one more year of him kind of as a starter just to see what he would do in, in that role. And it's, it's been difficult for him. So, you know, I think he's still got a future as a pro, but this has just not been the season. You can tell the confidence, and he's mentioned it too, the confidence is just not there. But I think eventually he's going to find that confidence again. And it's, it's going to come at some point. Maybe it's the summer in the gym. Maybe it's a certain game. It's going to happen for him eventually. He's too good of a player, in my opinion, not to. But it's just it's been inconsistent this year, and it's been mostly poor, I think. And I think he would admit that too. Talking with Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. Josh, I think we all know about Kansas. I think we know how good Tech is. We know Baylor's situation. I'm curious, what do we know about Chris Beard and the Texas Longhorns? How good are they and how good can they be? Yeah, this is this is the question for Chris Beard's team because it's, it's hard to make groups like this 
coalesce. I, I remember when he talked about bringing back Brock Cunningham, and there's a picture of him and Brock Cunningham, you know, kind of together. And it was like, oh, this is my first player, right? We're re-recruiting him. Well, they've got such a, a mixture of guys from all over the place. And, you know, the one thing about transferring to college basketball is, like, some of them kind of are what they are. And with that, it doesn't always make, you know, it doesn't make things mix. It, it's funny because they brought in a bunch of guys, but it feels like at the end of the day, I know Christian Bishop's been pretty good, but it feels like Ramey and Jones are the guys that really, when it comes down to it, that they need. The big thing for them is the, the three-headed monster last year of Matt Coleman, Jones, and Ramey was really strong. Obviously, you had, you know, Jericho Sims in the paint of that. And it's, it's, a, it's a great situation you got going. But they, you know, they lose Jericho Sims. They lose Matt Coleman. And Marcus Carr, to me, it's been disappointing. You know, he, he's also almost changed his game, too. It seems like he's afraid to be that, that shooter, a high-volume shooter. And his playmaking is not at the level that it needs to be at this point in time. Now, Texas is really good at defense. They've been very good at home, save that last game of the game last week. So they they feel like a team that at this point can top out at the Sweet 16. But if you put them up against the top teams in the conference, and they'd be KU at home, but put them on a neutral floor against the top teams in the conference, then put them on a neutral floor against the, you know, the Arizonas of the world. Uh, you know, put them against uh, teams from the SEC like the Auburns of the world your confidence level in them is not that high so this was a, a pretty fast rebuild but i think for chris beard he needs to get more players he needs some guys to stay in this program for a little bit because i, I think for him going the straight up transfer route while it's helping cultivate some pretty decent talented teams they're not succeeding and you can go back to the that kind of chris clark texas tech team from 2019 when the season got stopped they were in a game at the end of the year playing texas in a big 12 tournament Basically, for a spot, uh, you know, in kind of a, a loser leaves town match, the NCAA tournament. So, while he's a really good coach, the results of these transfer laden teams really haven't been there in the way that I think we kind of think that they have been there. Josh, we started the basketball season saying there's a possibility for the Big 12 to get eight, maybe seven teams into the NCAA tournament. As we're getting toward the finish line and heading toward conference tournaments, is that number still hovering about the same, or is it starting to shrink a little bit for the Big 12? Uh, it's starting to shrink. I would say six right now feels like the number that is most likely. The teams that you're not going to get in, obviously Oklahoma State is not going uh, to be in. Oklahoma has not done themselves any favors. They're now a 500 basketball team, and rightfully so, on the outside of the bubble. West Virginia has gotten themselves themselves on the outside of the bubble as well. Kansas State uh, is a team that is – they needed that win in uh, at gallagher Eyeball on Saturday so badly because they're 14-13 and 13 now. They're six in the Big 12. But – and also they needed that Kansas win. I mean, they were up 17 on Kansas the first time around they played. That's the one that got away because if they got that win under their belt, it's a completely different conversation about this Kansas State team. But that loss at gallagher Iba hurt them, and they can't afford to be losing back-to-back games like they have they really kind of need to win out. Uh, they've got Iowa State at home, at Tech, and then home against Oklahoma. Uh, that's two Quadrant 1 games, but I count two or three. Quad, uh, the Texas Tech games definitely be Quadrant 1. Iowa State might be. I have to see where they are the net. But those are three wins that they pretty much have to have to get themselves on the right side. Just beating 
Oklahoma and beating Iowa State is not enough. That'll set them up to need to go basically to the final in the Big 12 tournament. So Kansas State's the swing team to get them seven, but right now Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, West Virginia, Kansas State are all on the outside of the bubble. Josh, can't let you get out of here without congratulating you on being the voice of the Richmond Spiders baseball man. Talk about last night. That that could you ask for a better call, a better opportunity on your first call? The way that Richmond was able to take care of William and Mary. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty exciting. I mean, we got a fourteen eleven game. It was Richmond's home opener. It was nice too because it was it was sixty eight degrees in February, and that mid Atlantic, my friends, is uncommon. But it was raining off and on during the game. Both teams a lot of offense. It was fun. It's great. To, I also covered the Nationals for Locked On as well. So it was actually great to see some actual baseball, some college baseball, because the pros can't figure their you-know-what out right now. <laughs> so it was nice to see some actual baseball. And, yeah, uh, I'm going to have a good time this year calling some U of R baseball, meet a few other people. So fun first game. Not sure, not sure it can get better than that. It's all downhill from here. Hey, Josh, man, we, uh, we appreciate your time. What do, you, what do you got coming up on the podcast? Yeah, so we, a lot of people have been asking a lot of different podcasts and shows. What's the best rivalry in the Big Twelve? And we kind of had we have a show about that that's out right now. We kind of discuss the different angles and the ways you could look at what's the best rivalry in the current Big Twelve. Uh, you know, in kind of the wider uh, narrative of college football and basketball, and also what's going to be the best rivalries in the new Big Twelve, and also some more conversation about college football playoff expansion and why we're not getting it. So that's coming up on the show. As always, it's a pleasure. We appreciate your time this morning. Yep, talk to you guys next week. Talk to you later. That is uh, Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. Great stuff there as always. 8.20, 20 minutes after 8 o'clock. Uh, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, Ted Teague in the group. But uh, we're going to take a second here, and we're going to talk about our good friends over at Morrison's Gibbs. Mark and Sally and the entire crew do such a great job. And again, Garrett, I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to school you here a little bit, but, you know, we just, we had Christmas and then Valentine's and, you know, there, and there's birthdays. And I know you guys, uh, I think, just had an anniversary. All, all that's well and good. But sometimes you just got to have a gift for no particular reason. And when, you, when you're when you in that mode, there's only one place to go, and that's Morrison's Gifts, Waco's gift store headquarters since 1979. You can choose from Consuela products, John Hart leather goods. They've got T-shirts, candles, key rings. They can put a grab bag together for you. I call it a grab bag, but, I mean, it, they can put a gift bag together for you. Uh, you just tell them, hey, look, here's what I want to do, and they'll take care of it for you. Look, when I walk in, I walk in with no clue what I'm looking for, and then they take care of me and help me. And next thing you know, I've got a gift that I'm kind of proud of that I, you know, feel like I picked it out. When the reality is, they picked it out. But it it it, it, it works. Trust me, it works. And you can get that done at Morrison's Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business. They're at 4308 West Waco Drive. That's next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. Again. They've been doing this since 1979. They know what they're doing. Check them out today. If you're looking for that special something for former anniversary or a birthday or, or whatever the case may be, or maybe just because, it's Morrison's Gifts. Again, 4308 West Waco Drive, and tell them we sent you by. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. A winter weather advisory is in effect as we'll see mostly cloudy skies with a 40% chance of rain, freezing rain, and sleet developing. 
Temperatures holding steady right around 32 degrees. Tonight, it'll remain mostly cloudy with a 70% chance of freezing rain in a low of 29. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready. We are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. 54th District Judge Susan Kelly here. Over a year ago, I survived a rigorous application process in which I competed against other serious qualified candidates. After a thorough vetting, Governor Greg Abbott appointed me to the 54th and now endorses me because I apply the rule of law and deliver justice for all. A conservative Republican, I have managed to move the docket this past year, ensuring that every accused receives justice and if convicted, receives swift and proper punishment. Early voting has started. Please vote and keep Judge Kelly. Political ad paid for by Susan Kelly from McLennan County Judge Campaign. Searching for fun ways to spend your tax return? Boats for cats. Oh, flotation devices for cats. Don't waste it all on something silly. Spend smarter with Straight Talk. Get our Silver Unlimited plan for $45 a month with unlimited high-speed data and 5 gigs of hotspot data on the nation's largest, most dependable networks with nationwide 5G. If you're looking to get the most out of your refund, your search ends here. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart and Walmart.com. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an art support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. It's a delicate machine and a substantial investment. That's why you can't afford to ignore your car or truck. And with Valvoline Express Care Waco on Valley Mills, you can be rest assured your car or truck is in good hands. From the quick oil change to brakes, struts, alternators, and all minor repairs, they'll keep your vehicle running in top shape with quick in and out service. Locally owned and operated by Paul Sadusky, they'll take care of all makes and models. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Keep your peace of mind with Valvoline Express Care in Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive in Waco. Searching for popular jewelry at affordable prices? Do yourself a favor and check out Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of men's and women's gold, silver, and stainless steel jewelry, including rings, necklaces, chains, bracelets, and earrings, plus jewelry for the Western crowd and biker enthusiasts. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home.
right, welcome back into the program. This is game time on a Wednesday with Tom and Ward and Garrett. We're glad you're with us as we roll through this Wednesday morning. Uh, <laughs> we all know, and we've talked about it uh, at, at length, the, the Michigan-Wisconsin situation uh, where Jawan Howard and, and, and the Wisconsin coach, they, they get into it and we, we, we know the story. We know that Jawan Howard is now suspended for five games, a fine of 40000 The The Wisconsin, Wisconsin coach, a fine of 10000 But as always, uh, instead of just saying, hey, look, that was a situation that happened. It was a rare situation that occurred. It's an unfortunate situation that occurred. And let's hope it never happens again. Everybody tries to fix things. And in and, and one of the conversations that has come up is, well, let's eliminate the handshake at the end of the game, which is ridiculous. But guys, if Coach Izzo at Michigan State met with the media, his just a weekly media visit, and he was asked about it. And it's an interesting answer, Garrett, because it goes on and on, <laughs> and it gets a little more intense as he goes into this thing. Let, let's, uh, let's, let's hear what Coach Izzo had to say. In the social media world, which you love, and in the national broadcasting talk shows, there are suggestions, silly as they may be, that we should do away with the handshake line now. Oh, my God. You, have you heard that? Oh, my God, I have. And I do got to comment on that since that's not insulting to anybody. That, to me, would be the biggest farce, joke, ridiculous nature of anything I've ever heard of. We've already taught these poor 18-year-olds that when, when, you know, you're told to go to class and you don't like it, you can leave. We've already told these kids if you're not happy, you can do something else. We've already told these kids that it's hard to hold them accountable. And now we're going to tell them to not man up and walk down a line on someone who's kicked your but and have enough class to shake their hand is utterly ridiculous. So if the president said it, I think he's full of it. If the best coach in America said it, I think that gets me way more than this incident because we're already teaching these kids nothing. And then we're going to do something like that. I mean, I'm going to tell you something in the last three games. Trace Jackson recruited him hard. I don't like his dad. I love his dad. Great, great guy. I mean, I went down and congratulated him. I told him that it's been glad he stayed another year. It's been fun to have him in the league. Frazier, I said to him in the line, you know, a lot of people get credit on your team, but what you did today defensively running your team not taking a shot forever, I said, am I happy for the league that you came back? Now, I said, for me, I wish your tail was out of here, okay? But those are like, those are the moments when um, I just think that you learn the most about people. I mean... I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't like it last year when we were, some people waved, you know. I didn't care if I got COVID. I'm going to go down there and shake the guy's hand. And I'm going to try to shake the player's hand. And I don't know what they do in every sport. 
But somebody says, well, they don't do that in football. Hell, you kidding me? There's changing jerseys. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit in the Magic Johnson thing when he said that uh, Pat Riley would say, don't be talking to anybody from the Celtics before the game. But when the series was over, you know, that's when the respect factor came. So the people that are saying that are the same people that don't want to teach players accountability, respect, or anything else. How about if we do this? Instead of not having the line, my buddy Mariucci, when he got the San Francisco 49er job, he had a deal where they practiced how they were going to go from the locker room to the, to the field and played the national anthem and how they were going to tuck their helmets under their arm and went through the whole national anthem in practice. I thought that was awesome. So maybe we should teach people how to shake hands and what to do. And you didn't hit a sore spot with what happened. You hit a sore spot with that. I think that is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. If that's what we've come to, shame on whoever said it. In my humble opinion, I got to make sure I say in my opinion because we're all allowed to have an opinion now. So in my opinion, that is asinine. Coach Izzo, uh, Ward, I think I know where, where, where you're going to go with this, but just give me your thoughts. Standing ovation, uh, drop the mic, any, anything you want to put on there that's positive, absolutely agree with him 100%. And, you know, we aren't teaching anything. We are letting them not face adversity. And if things get too tough, well, just go find another place to, to figure it out because – we don't want you to struggle. We don't want you to fight for anything. We don't want you to be able to break through the wall and, and make sure that you can take care of your family and, and be able to stand up and be a man or, or, or be a woman and, and do what's at needed for you to do. Just go find something else that, that works for you because that's the way it's supposed to be, right? Garrett, you found this audio. What What made you decide, hey, I think we need to – to to go with this for me i mean look we've talked about this all the time i and when i heard him talking i immediately thought of y'all too um i full heartedly agree with him on the the handshaking line and just just you gotta at some point we gotta take accountability right like everybody's gotta take accountability for their actions everybody's gotta just accept the path that's or not necessarily accept but just kind of adapt don't just give up don't just pout about everything um you got to show some sort of moxie and i think that's really the bottom line that he's getting there is wh what are we doing like what are the what are the coaches doing that is beneficial that's gonna that these kids are gonna remember 10 years down the road and you know that's something that we all have experienced in our lives we have moments that a coach has you know drilled something into our head it was it was tough you know what but it stuck with you you learned a lesson it's, and it's I, life lessons. You've got to. And, and I think that's really what he's drilling home is, what the hell have we gotten away from? Like, it's ridiculous. It is absolutely well, ridiculous. And look, if you, don't, if you don't like the way it feels to get your rear end beat, then do go work and it. get better. Bottom yeah. line, go work and get better. I agree. And just because we have a situation, a rare situation, doesn't necessarily mean it's immediately that it's broke. Uh, oh, the handshake line is not broke. Now, I did find something interesting. Uh, he said that Coach Mariucci 
taught his team how he wanted them to enter the stadium, how he wanted them to conduct themselves during the national anthem. Do we, do we have coaches maybe that say, hey, look, moving forward, here's how I'd like for the whether we win by 20 or whether we get beat by 20, here's how I want this to, uh, to, to roll from now on. It, do we need to do that? Do Shouldn't we have to. to. Teach, do we need to teach a handshake line uh, etiquette? Should you should it? do that in PE in elementary. Yeah, yeah you, you should know that. You should learn that from your parents, nothing yeah, else. thank you. But, I mean, look, if we are at that point, then I feel sorry for everybody that doesn't know any better than that. Look, should you go through how to do pregame and all that and everything that you have to do? Yeah, absolutely. That's just part of being a coach and going through the routine so nothing surprises you. But if you have to teach them how to shake hands, then you got the wrong players on your team. Here's the bottom line for me when it comes to competition. You don't have to like losing. In fact, I hope you hate losing because if you if you don't mind losing, I don't know that I want you on my team. I want you to be disgusted when you lose, but I also want you to know how to lose and how to accept the loss and how to learn from it and how to grow from it and how to conduct yourself when you do get beat. Because if you compete long enough, you're going to get beat. Mm-hmm. But I don't want you to like it, and I don't want you to. I don't even want you to accept it. But I want you to understand how to do it and how to conduct yourself when you do get beat. should leave because a bad taste in your mouth. Absolutely, Absolutely should leave a bad taste in your mouth. And you should feel sick in your stomach every time you do. That's the only way you're going to get better, though. I mean, you, you, don't, you, you don't learn. If you go out and you win everything, do you really learn a lesson in that? Not really. You don't. That, you absolutely don't. I mean, you have to have setbacks to understand how to overcome them, how to get better, how to deal with it. Those are part of the life lessons that you learn and, and make yourself fight through and get better. And, you know, the good ones know how to do that. You know, the ones that accept it are going to get left behind anyway. You're right, Tom. You don't want those on your team. But I also think yeah, but- it, it's deeper than that, right? Like, it's deeper than learning to accept a loss. When you look at Baylor, I mean, you've got to understand how to handle adversity off the court as well. you got to understand how to step up when players are injured and things. And, and that's part of and it. You've got to do that, That's man. part of it. That's part of digging deeper and finding, you know, that inner core that makes you get up off the mat. Yeah. And, well, and if you can't and, and get and up again, off the mat, then, then there's a problem. And, and that's to, my, to your point and to my point, hey, look, you just got beat, and you're ticked off, and you're mad, and I want you to be. But when you face that opponent, you tell them good game. And you know what? If you don't want to feel that way again, go get better. But you, you, you don't take it out on somebody else because of your shortcomings. And, and that's what we're talking about here. And, and face the fact that, hey, I hate to lose. But when I lose, I'm, go- I'm, going, to, I'm going to conduct myself correctly. And, and, and that's what we're talking about. I think that's what Coach Isla was talking about. Hey, look, you're going to get beat. Uh, it, it, the very best get beat. Did the L.A. Rams lose a game this season? The world champion L.A. Rams? Sure they did. But, you know, you, 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 you shake the hand of the other guy and you tell him, hey, good game. You got me this time. But uh, we're going to get ready for you next time. And, and then going about your business. But the, eliminating the handshake because you're trying to prevent something is that what is that what we're going to do? We're, we're just you know. And, and no, we can't. There, there's no we way. We're we're smart. Surely we're a smarter group of, of people than well, that. First of all, don't, don't ever say that because you know better. You know that goofy things happen. Well, like that and you know what? He just said it. You know, we're too soft. We are. We we, are. we roll it. We and it's and it's 
you know, it's our fault for raising them, but we, we have a soft society now, and we're not teaching them the correct things. We need to get back to teaching them because once they get out into the real world, it's it's on them, and there's no more teaching. And if they can't fight through and, and figure out, you know, how they're going to, you know, come up with whatever they need to come up with, they're going to get left behind by society. And, and at that point, guess what? Nobody cares. You're right. But if you'll go back to this particular situation, the, 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 the athletes conducted themselves properly until the adults didn't. That's when the athletes took a cue from the adults and acted silly. I mean, it was the two adult men that acted goofy, which set off the student athletes. I mean, if, if those two guys don't do that, would you guys agree that we don't have this this scuffle and and we don't have this mess? Yeah, absolutely. We have, well, I don't think we don't have, I don't think huh? Coach Izzo's even talking about the incident in itself. I I think more or less he's talking about hey, look, let let's put that incident aside. I don't care about that. Whatever happened with that, that's you know that's its own silliness. Talking about eliminating sportsmanship and understanding what it takes to hold yourself accountable. That's what Coach Izzo's talking about, and he's 100% right. We've lost this battle. Uh, yeah, it, it, we have, and, and, and it wasn't just yesterday. I mean, this is, this is kind of how we've transitioned over the last, you know, last several years, and, and you're right. I mean, we have a, a soft society, and, you know, and again, you can go all the way back to and I don't want to, I mean, we can spend days on this and hours on this, but you can go all the way back to, hey, let's, if we're going to give out a trophy, let's give everybody a trophy. It, it, you know, if we're going to give out a ribbon, let's give out everybody a ribbon. We don't want to hurt anybody. Don't feelings. keep the score. No, nope. yeah. Like, like there's, there's leagues that don't keep score, but everybody in the stands knows who's, who's winning and who's losing because they're keeping the score in the stands. And, and you know what? At the end of the day, and Ward, I think you, you'll agree because you coached and you understand this, but at the end of the day, whether you keep a scoreboard or not, the kids know who did well and who didn't do well. Absolutely. And, and they should. And look, if, if you don't, have setbacks again i've said it before and i think both of you have said it as well if you don't have setbacks you really don't learn you don't learn how to get better you don't learn how to to fight through adversity you don't learn and so losing is not all that bad a thing and if it leaves a bad taste in your mouth it makes you sick at your stomach that's what it's supposed to do it makes you stand up fight through and be better and if you don't want to do that then, yeah, go find something else to do. Don't play the game. <laughs> I agree. Uh, it is uh, 841, 19 away from 9. And, and, and that great work, Garrett, on getting that audio. I mean, look, I mean, and if you've watched it, and I think you can go on YouTube and watch this. Yeah. If you watch this, you can see the facial expressions of Coach Izzo. It, it, it I mean, it hit a nerve. I mean, I don't it, – it, it clearly did. And this is a guy that's been around a long time and won a lot of ball games. Uh, and, and has lost its fair share of ball games. Uh, it, it, it hit a nerve, and, and I'm glad it did, and I'm glad he said what he said. So there you go. It's 842. We're 18 away from 9. And, hey, if you're selling your home, you can do it in five days. That's right. The brokerage house guarantees that they'll sell your home in five days or less, or they're going to buy it for uh, from you 
for a price that you've agreed upon prior to listing your home. The Brokerage House is your connection to buyers from around Central Texas, but not only Central Texas, but also nationally and internationally. And uh, if uh, in, in the Brokerage House and, and Aaron, Ryan, they, they've got a program that is going to work for you, and they'd love to share it with you and show it to you, and, and you can check it out. And and, uh, and and look, the Brokerage House has, has that proven marketing system that that that's going to generate offers above market value, and and it's uh, it's going to generate multiple offers on your home. Now, if you want to know more about it, it's real simple. It's five days to sold.com. That's the numeral five, then days to sold.com, or you can call Aaron at 817-812-2978. That's 817-812-2978. It's the brokerage house. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Hey, this is Tom Barfield with ESPN Central Texas, and I just love the guys over at Rooftop Innovations. Is your roof ready for the winter storm? It will be if you call the highly trained and knowledgeable team of professionals at Rooftop Innovations. If you're unsure about your roof, call Rooftop Innovations today, 254-730-ROOF. That's 254-730-7663. Oh, get this. They have a satisfaction guarantee on all their roofs. Rooftop Innovations, where they put your roof above everything else. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Each new year brings a renewed sense of resolve to live life better, which means it's a great time to talk about the state of your personal wealth. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you'd like to start the year with a more robust wealth strategy, We'll help you find new opportunities to meet your goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Come out this weekend and catch the big basketball game at Coach's Smoke. Coach's Smoke is a sports bar and restaurant downtown at the corner of 4th and Austin with a full bar, 35 big screen TVs, and specials like $3 off nachos and happy hour all day. Coach's is the place to be. Join your fellow sports fans in watching your local college team play in one of the biggest games this season. Coach's Smoke opens at 11 a.m., so come join us before the game. And if you can't get a ticket, come join us for the game. Coach's Smoke, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco on the corner of 4th and Austin. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. It's on to the regional semifinals for the La Vega girls after a 90-39 win over Palestine. The playoff road ended, though, for Lake Belton, Lorena, Academy, and Crawford. In boys' bi-district action, Belton upset DeSoto 55-54, and La Vega topped Hudson 73-49. Baylor moves up two spots to fifth in the latest AP Women's College basketball poll. They play at Oklahoma State tonight at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The weather has brought about an early start for the final home games at MCC. The High Lassies entertain Cisco at 2 this afternoon. The Highlanders host DFW Prep at 4. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. The uh, Baylor women in action tonight, taking on Oklahoma State up in Stillwater. We'll have it for you with uh, Derek and Sophia. It's 6.30 for the pregame, 7 o'clock for the tip right here on ESPN Central Texas. So, uh, Garrett Ward, the USFL, uh, the draft, I guess, is underway, and, and it's just a process. I mean, how, how is this working? I know you said that they've already started selecting their quarterbacks. The draft has actually begun. They've gone a few rounds in. Um, I'm not sure if it was completed yesterday or not. I need to do some more research on that. But um, they have begun, and they've gone around about 14 rounds deep in the draft so far. So you were looking at some of the players being selected, and I guess purposely the USFL is staying away from players that they, I guess, assume are going to be in the NFL, and they're drafting players that – probably would not end up on an NFL roster. Is that the way you see it? That's the way it looks. And as far as the quarterbacks go, there was only one name that I truly recognized, and that's Shea Patterson, uh, the former Michigan quarterback. He, he's from Texas, lived down by the, the um, in the Valley. And remember he had that scandal or he made up that whole story about being dangerous and yada, yada. Anyway, uh, so he's the first quarterback that got drafted. Um, and he was drafted by – what team is that? The Panthers. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, but he was the first quarterback. Michigan. Michigan. Okay. And then you have Jordan Tamu. He was the second quarterback taken. I remember this kid was at Ole Miss for a little bit. I feel like he bounced around some. Um, you have Byron uh, Brian Scott. Uh, he was uh, taken. Then you have Ben Holmes. This is a Tarleton kid um, that was drafted as well. Fourth, Clayton Thorson, Alex McGall, Kyle Laletta. And Kyle Slaughter. I've only recognized one of these game, one of these names, and the reason I want to talk about it is because remember yesterday we were talking about having star power. The first time around, they brought in players you could recognize. And when I was looking at this list, I didn't see any quarterback that said, "Hey, tune in. You want to watch him play?" And that kind of made me nervous about the league starting up. I, I don't know if y'all feel the same way or not. Oh, absolutely, I do. I, I think that there's a it's a different animal than it was uh, before, and, and we talked about it earlier. I, you know, the, the pockets aren't as deep in this USFL as right. they were previously, and that's obvious because of, you know, how they're going about it. There's less teams, um, and they're, it seems like they're trying to dip their toe instead of diving in head first, and before it was diving in head first. Uh, so 
they're not going after the star power because they don't have the financial means to say, look, you come play in our league in the spring and it may give you an opportunity to make a lot of money and then maybe springboard you into the NFL. That's not the case now. They were trying to compete with the NFL before because they were going after the big names, Jim Kelly, Herschel Walker, and the, the list could go on and on and on. I, I think Reggie White played in the USFL for a year. And so, you know, there's recognizable names. But they were also, Tom, going in there, and they were making a pile of cash playing in the USFL. Yeah, they were. That's why they made the decision to go to the USFL rather than go to the NFL. And and I look, Ward, you, we're old enough to, to go back and take a look at the old AFL. That's exactly what the AFL did. I mean, they went and got Joe Namath out of Alabama and made a splash, right? And then the NFL and the AFL ended up merging, and that became your NFC and your AFC. But it takes players, and, and, and I think it takes star power to build the product. And that's exactly what the USFL did the first time around. I mean, as you mentioned, you had Herschel Walker and, and you had Jim Kelly. You had some big-time names. You had some star power in the USFL. I'm looking at all these rosters right now. So what they've done is they, they drafted through 12 rounds yesterday. Then they're going to start again this morning at 9 uh, with round 13. I'm, I don't know how many rounds that's going to go, but – you can go to the U.S. You can check the USFL on Twitter, and they have all of the each team, every player they drafted. There are not a lot of recognizable names at all at any of these positions, at all. Well, I, and again, so I think, you know, just not knowing their their plan or their marketing plan, it sounds like to me that they're trying to put together a product that just offers you football in a non traditional season, if you will. So. And Ward, there's guys like you that are going to watch this. I mean, and they'll be glued to it. And whether there's household names or not, there's guys that just flat out love football. And they're going to watch this. There, There is. And, you know, it's going to depend on how good the product is, if they can keep you know, the casual fan engaged enough to help this thing go along. Now, you know, I don't. I don't know that anything survives, you know, whatever league it may be, uh, is able to, they're, they're certainly not going to, if they know their place and they're not trying to compete with the NFL, if they're trying to do an alternative to the NFL, then they have a chance. If they're trying to compete with the NFL, you're going to lose every time. The NFL is going to squash you. They're going to make sure of that. But if you're trying to get, have an option and, and maybe, maybe we'll get to the point, you know, to where, I, I don't know that it's a minor league, but it's an opportunity for it, it, for players who are on the cusp of making the NFL or just can't quite get on the practice squad who can go in and get some more experience and, and maybe grow up a little as a player. And then, you know, who, who knows, maybe flourish into a player that has an opportunity to get on a practice squad or has an opportunity to make an NFL roster. If we get to that point, then you're going to see better play in the spring ball games, but it, you know, and I don't know. Maybe maybe these are the ones that are that are on the cusp of making it for a practice squad and and maybe getting on the outside part of a roster and and maybe make make it into the NFL. Maybe these are the type of guys that are there. A lot of these players that are being picked at right now are players who have either played arena football or played 
some other spring leagues that aren't quite as recognizable. I mean, they haven't been out of football by any stretch of the imagination, but they've been, you know, just bouncing around trying to find their way into maybe getting another tryout for the big clubs. It'll be interesting to see as we work through the spring. Uh, Stay with us. We're right back with the final word on game time here in just a moment. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with ESPN Central Texas, and I just love the guys over at Rooftop Innovations. Is your roof ready for the winter storm? It will be if you call the highly trained and knowledgeable team of professionals at Rooftop Innovations. If you're unsure about your roof, call Rooftop Innovations today, 254-730-ROOF. That's 254-730-7663. Oh, get this. They have a satisfaction guarantee on all their roofs. Rooftop Innovations, where they put your roof above everything else. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I've been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF. That's 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. It's on to the regional semifinals for the La Vega girls after a 90-39 win over Palestine. The playoff road ended, though, for Lake Belton, Lorena, Academy, and Crawford. In boys' by-district action, Belton upset DeSoto 55-54, and La Vega topped Hudson 73-49. Baylor moves up two spots to fifth in the latest AP Women's College basketball poll. They play at Oklahoma State tonight at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The weather has brought about an early start for the final home games at MCC. The High Lassies entertain Cisco at 2 this afternoon. The Highlanders host DFW Prep at 4. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 8.57, we're three minutes away from nine. Greenies coming up at nine. John Morris at three this afternoon, and he's going to have Matt Saman on the program, and he's going to be live over at the Baylor Club this afternoon at three o'clock. So that'll be a lot of fun. Catch the John Morris show today at three. Matt Mosley's here at four o'clock, and we're back in the morning at 7 a.m. For uh, Garrett and for Ward and the entire morning team, the award-winning morning show. We appreciate you listening. We'll talk to you again tomorrow at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas.